listening to Anti-Didact, the podcast about how to where we ask, how come, boo-hoo. My name is Ian, and I am your sad correspondent. Who else is corresponding with me? Yeah, it's me, Alex, back again as usual, this time with the home field advantage. Who do I got next to me? It's me, Hanko. I'm the amateur expert of all things relating to educational virtues. And this is Fred, and I'm sad. This is the sad episode. Um, And we have a special guest today, a first-time caller in. It's the person who also lives here. Who do we got? Yeah, uh, my name is Andy. I am currently in the house. Andy's in the house. And figuratively. And I'm a little sad because I'm about to face Renala and Elden Ring. Shout out all my Elden Ring uh, friends out there. Yeah, we're some we're some ringers over here, so we definitely get the struggle. The Elden um, boys. Andy will be giving us occasional live updates, so we'll we'll keep you in in touch about the status of Renala. Yeah, I'll give you guys a play by play if I see anything cool happen. <laughs> yeah, so Hank and I are a bit sad these days. So sad. Yeah, so oh, whoa, whoa. so tell us why you guys are sad. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. oh, the carpet's got a little wet. <laughs> oh my bed, my bed has been destroyed by a laser beam that came right through my ceiling. And these are not euphemisms. <laughs> yeah, we told you not to exaggerate, Hank. <laughs> It's it's true. I, like an old man, he lit a fire, and then he died, and then a, and then a forceful waterfall fell upon my bed. Bro, they need more context. To that. <laughs> so there was a little bit, a little bit of a fire, a little bit of a fire at the uh, the the apartment, the the dormitory where we house all of our uh, our um, like anti didacular equipment. Yeah, and an old man <laughs> got trapped in a fire and potentially died. I don't think which, he died, which is fun because we should alive. we should make light of that. And yeah, yeah, definitely do. making light of death is our favorite thing. It's what he would have wanted. Yeah, he would have wanted us to laugh about this. <laughs> um, but yeah, some water came down. The uh, sprinklers went off. And fun fact about fire. Uh, the fire is less damaging than the water used to put out the fire. So, you know, the apartment's under repair for the next week or so. So it might did, be a little bit before we get back to normal. Did you lose any uh, possessions, prized or otherwise? Just my prize winning bed. Yep. <laughs> It's really good bed. So yeah, the Hank has the best bed. Trust me. <laughs> it's the <laughs> best bed money hey, can buy for five hundred dollars off Amazon. So the sprinklers came on, right? That's that's why there was water damage. Nah, the sprinklers only came on in one in his room. Right, but, but they, they leaked up everywhere. Everything. Dude, yeah. they flood. They like so much water came out. It went down all the hallways. It went down in like all the rooms. Everybody got wet floors and soggy bathrooms. I'm sure it was like really smelly too, because that water had been oh, wow, like, like stinky. The water had been sitting in those tanks for years. It was like extra brown and extra rusty. And nice. one of our light fixtures in the kitchen, it's just this massive fluorescent with this like big bulbous like plastic shell. It was completely full of water, like a fish tank. Yeah. <laughs> and the electrician guy came in and checked our board and he was like, oh, the board's fine. Uh, you guys aren't like uninhabitable. Like you could actually live here if you wanted to. <laughs> that it's sounds like, really encouraging. You'll like, be fine. No, you really can't because, you know, they're running like 10 humidifiers and like blowers everywhere. Yeah, they're taking all of our electricity. But it was probably Bitcoin miners and those things. Yeah, they got to charge you for those. No, we get the money back. Uh, he went to remove this big, heavy light shade full of water and just like c- completely covered himself in it right away. <laughs> and he like got everything on the counter wet. So I had like flour and a bunch of like dry ingredients out on the counter. Yeah. <laughs> he got him fucking soaked with like <laughs> disgusting water. And what I was like, oh, I should make some bread. And then he was like, I'm going to clean this up. And he took my dish towels off the off the stove and cleaned up the floor. Oh, no. Not the nice this dish man. towels. Yeah. You paid money for those. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't blame him. If I was him, I probably would have done the same thing. Poured water everywhere. 
Yeah, dude. Like, I went into my bathroom, and I, I thought one of the worker guys just, like, had a really bad stomachache or something because, like, the water was so brown. But, nah, <laughs> it was just the uh, it was just the, the ceiling pipe drainage into my oh, toilet. Come on. Yeah, well, that situation kind of just seems like a death trap. It'll, it'll resolve itself, ultimately. Uh, the cat, Mr. Lamans, he's uh, he's staying at my brother's place. He's in a whole new world right now. He has no idea. He, I haven't seen him in so long. He probably thinks I died, too. He's, who, he's, who, gets, oh no. who gets visitation rights? He's my cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we have a we have a live update from Andy. He just died. <laughs> oh no! He jumped off a cliff. This is the yeah. first death I think in your Elden Ring playthrough. Yeah, we're so having, we have we're one on the death pod. None of you guys paid attention to the first one. No, I watched uh, it. You I, died to the guy that no one else dies to ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boom! Oh, roost. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, but you ruined my transition. My ruined transition. Your you need you ruined your own transition by not knowing the password to the tablet. Yeah, I don't even know do how you, to turn this thing on. Do you want me to... Just, my... just set the whole thing up and I'll introduce okay, it. Okay, you want to be the guide guy. Okay, I see you taking uh, I my that's... job now. I'm okay. kind of the that's... guide guy. Ian has bestowed me the power today. Um, we all share the power. But yeah, that situation just seems like a whole death trap. And luckily today, our guide is about traps. Specifically, how to make a beginner booby trap. Ooh. Ooh. Can I trap a breast? <laughs> Not that kind of booby. No. What about a blue-footed booby? I'm glad Maybe. it wasn't the trap I, w- I was thinking about. <laughs> Fred's always thinking <laughs> oh, about Oh, you're traps. thinking about, like, the trap? <clears throat> a trap, these traps, my traps. Oh, dude, the the trapezoidal what? muscles? I have no idea where you're you going You don't know that. the ones on the back of your biceps. All right, never mind. Let's keep going. <laughs> Beginner booby traps are awesome. It can be used to set up some fun pranks or to warn you if an intruder is entering your house. Although you shouldn't count on booby traps as any real form of defense, they can be a fun and creative form of mischief. <laughs> now you must learn how to make one. Are you like more of a booby trap guy or a butt trap guy? <laughs> yeah, I like the ass trap. <laughs> what do you think step one of making a booby trap before we go? Get a booby. Breast no. implants? No, no, for real. You're trying to trap somebody. <laughs> I think that joke already died. Yeah, we're not allowed to make that joke anymore. <laughs> like five, five times ago. Uh, I will tenth joke that till I die. Are you talking about the grandpa that died? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we, we have... The boobs. We're talking, we're talking about, about the boobs. The booby trap. Yeah, Sir Richard Booby. So I think the first step of building a booby trap is deciding what needs to be protected. Wow. So. Ooh. That man's got a Since... Since you kind of went there, I'll let you introduce the first step. Okay. The first step is not what I what I said. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, method one of four. That's odd. <laughs> method one of four. They actually yeah. tell you how many there are? Or... Yeah. Uh, step one. Decide what your goal is. Do you want to play a joke? Alert yourself to a possible intruder. Injure the intruder. <laughs> scare someone. All of these questions will determine what kind of booby trap you end up making. Okay. Yeah, I like to harass firemen whenever they break into my burning home. Dude, Lay a booby trap for the fireman that has to come through the window to rescue your ass. <laughs> no, your burnt, no. charred ass. Just put a water bucket over the door so it dumps on them when they come <laughs> so in. it helps them put the fire out. <laughs> <laughs> they have to be damp or else they're going to catch on fire. I was trying to make you more wet for safety. <laughs> um, but, like, I like that the guide suggests if you're trying to injure somebody... <laughs> Yeah, these aren't very pro-social. Like, I mean, it would be hard to make like a pro-social booby trap. I'm sure we're gonna be talking about the legality of this later in the guide too. I don't know. I don't know if this this is where this one is headed. They're I mean, already saying, "Are you trying to injure somebody?" I don't think. Well, they that's can. what I'm saying. Like, if you're trying to injure somebody, that's not really legal. That's what not what really if you're legal. just What if you're just trying to like? Well, I mean, 
Sorry, I didn't. Well, they did a prank. I was gonna say, when, what if they're like trespassing them? Like, yeah, you're you're not allowed to booby trap your house. That's illegal. I'm pretty sure. Define a booby trap. A shotgun uh, trigger. No, I'm, that's, that's gonna kill somebody. Exactly. <laughs> if you're trying to injure somebody. What if we're, yeah, okay, but killing somebody and just like slightly maiming them are like two we're, different. We're things. talking injure them and. Like, okay, so like like break their leg. Yeah. Like giant, no, actually, giant, like rock rolling down the stairs. Like, I didn't think we were going there. <laughs> no, I mean the, the old nail in a shotgun shell trick is actually yeah. non-lethal because as long as there's no barrel, there's no acceleration for All right, the bullet. So it's kind of like it's like what salt shot that just like knocks them down. There's a giant air blast. Yeah. <laughs> just turn on like 50 fans when they open the door. A Nerf gun well, barrage. Like, like you know how like they have like a like a, like the hacky sack like shotgun. Oh yeah, like like, like a sandbag shooter yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, just like incapacitates them. No, that could work. Yeah. Put a piece of paper in the little tube at the end of dust off and just. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember when I was like, like a little kid, like I think like four or five. Uh, like my one of my relatives would come over with like a toddler, and I'd be like, "Oh, dude, I'm gonna prank this toddler so hard." So I would take tape. <laughs> oh I would God. roll it up. I would roll it up in little like little tape balls, and I would put it on the floor. And I'm like, "Dude, this toddler is gonna step in the tape. He's gonna get stuck. He's not gonna be able to move, and it's gonna be so funny." And you're like, "Oh." Did and then he ate and choked on the tape, and you felt so bad. No, he just had tape all over his socks, and his mom was like, why do you have tape all over your socks? <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. And you, and you didn't admit to it, right? I, it, was, it was already here when I found it. <laughs> it was there when he the stepped on it. The toddler was like that. <laughs> yeah, this is something he does. Can you guys think of a pro-social booby trap? Pro-social? Oh, wait, yeah, it would be, it would be su- trapping criminals. No. Surprise parties. Oh, the confetti. Like, Surprise parties, A bucket yeah. of confetti. It's like, it's like you open a door in an ice, a uh, storm of ice, smalls down, falls down, hits you in the face, and you got to chug the ice. Oh, so that reminds me of something. Me and my friends, we considered for our friend's 18th birthday, um, and Andy, you were the only person here who knows this. This was for Camilla. Um, we contemplated taking our friend and kidnapping him and, p- <laughs> and putting him, him into... The back of a truck and like legitimately bringing him to a restaurant for a surprise party. But, like, oh my God. We, we like debated the morality of that. And, like we, we we couldn't do it because we thought we might actually give him a heart attack and kill him. Um, and like once you release his bonds, he'd kill you. Like would that would that have been messed up? Yeah, uh, I I think it would have been if if I was kidnapped by someone and fearing for my life. My favorite thing to do would be to be taken to an Olive Garden. I mean, if he was angry, it was, it was a margaritas, <laughs> Margaritaville. Just so I, you guys know, if you ever kidnap me, I am going to press charges. <laughs> if you ever kidnap me, I'm going to kill you. I mean, yeah, if my you, my first instinct, if I'm kidnapped, <laughs> my first instinct, the second I get free or get any leverage on my bonds, I'm getting free and I'm killing at least one of you. <laughs> no, I'm gonna be like the fat guy from Fargo. I'm gonna get out of the trunk and just run because na- you guys strip me naked. Yeah, of course. And yeah. I'm gonna run naked into the woods and die. And you so still have a blindfold on too. If you kidnap yeah. me, it depends how good the food is. That Like, I don't know. if I'll swing if the food's shit. What if I oh. brought you to like a Carabas? Maybe I, like, I'll pretend like, to be like use some reverse psychology and be like, oh boy, I love being kidnapped. I'm, I'm having so much fun. This is great. I sure hope nobody unties me and sets me free. That would suck. <laughs> it would be the, so unfortunate because we're trying to give you a surprise party where you're having fun. So, so you're like, basically great. actually trying to like set them free, free once they get to the, uh, the wherever. So we got step two. 25 animals that you never knew were real. No. <laughs> a guide within a guide. <laughs> I I did not know a liger was real. I I, I did not know that. And there's also um, what's the other way around? 
Um, a, a tie-in or whatever, a tigrin. Tigrin. There's like some fucking horrifying like cross between a dog and a baboon on the cover of that ad. A bog. Show me. It's a bog. <laughs> Look at the face. It's a monkey face on a dog. This is a young lady. That's no, a, that that's an Elden. <laughs> that's an Elden Ring boss. No, that's like a tiger and a dog. Like, uh, <laughs> you guys, no, are, yeah, you guys are so offensive. How is that a baboon? Wait, I feel like that's a guy in a fursuit a little bit. Um, we <laughs> we have we have a three on Andy's death count. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, I we don't have to be keeping score like that, you know? Yeah, score. <laughs> no, that guy. It's the, all about having fun. Silent tally. That that's the uh, that's the uh, NPC that Ari spoiled for me before I got to him, so I knew what was coming. I, I still you still I, fucked still up. Fucking up. <laughs> Sorry, I got I got that guy parried the shit out of me. He surprised he booby trapped me. That's what I'm saying. He is surprisingly <laughs> more difficult than those uh, invading NPCs. Yes. Which are like, oh my oh, god. Oh, what do you? What do you do if you're like Disgusting. a fireman? You like go to like go in the building and you see a guy like standing there. You try to enter and he just like <laughs> parries you. <laughs> you try to open the door. The dude parries the water hose. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so we're at a two for a mic knockover count. I caught it. I, I caught it. I've only ever knocked it over once without catching it, but it was the worst knockover ever. It's, it's hauntingly bad. So two on the count either way. Mm-hmm. Well, a, lot, a lot of twos here, a lot of twos, because we're also on step two. <laughs> Design your booby trap and plan accordingly. So, before you start making it, you need to actually imagine it and what it's going to be and what it's going to do. You want to be very familiar with the construction and location of the booby trap so that you don't accidentally spring it on yourself, you idiot. Oh, that's... It would be me just springing my own booby trap. <laughs> See, I like the really, really slow booby traps that, like, lure you into a false sense of security. Like, I like to plant a little seed and then tie a rope to it. And then by the time the seed grows into a big tree, the rope will lift you up and you'll get stuck. Or, or something that looks like a, a lovely hot tub that slowly boils you. <laughs> yeah, you can't get <laughs> out. a great trap. I would get it. I thought you were going to say you were going to plant a... a prank on the seed so like once it grows into a tree you can just pull the seed out and it just the tree just dies it's <laughs> well, not how trees work <laughs> you don't know thinking, that i was thinking of that meme where the clown has a noose and it's tied to like a young tree and he's just <laughs> sad and he's sitting there he's just staring at the tree waiting for the tree to grow up and kill him <laughs> I, yeah I, I have that uh, poster in my room for motivation <laughs> you have a velvet clown painting in your room <laughs> Step three, inform your friends and family. If you're hoping to prank your friends and family, then obviously disregard this step. However, if you don't want to accidentally surprise and injure an unintended target, let people know if you're building a booby trap and then show them exactly where it is and how to use it. Try to ensure that they don't forget. Are we going to get into legal trouble ourselves for talking about this? (laughs) Maybe. I hope so. (laughs) We're going to get canceled over the booby trap. (laughs) Ooh. I got the cups today, boys. Yeah, that's my booby trap. I I gave those to you. No, I was just drinking water. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a cup of seltzer that when you drink it, it gives you the hiccups, and that's my booby trap. <laughs> All right, so we're finally getting into making a specific trap that we have imagined, so we can now achieve it. Um, step two, sorry, method two. Method two, making a basic tripwire alarm tra- trap. Ooh. Step one, buy a piece of fishing wire that will cover the length of your doorway. Measure your doorway ahead of time. 
you'll want the wire to be able to reach all the way to the top of the door frame. Oh, is that like one of those like trick things where you put the wire around at like neck level so when no. you run through the door your head falls that's, off? That doesn't seem to make sense to me. Why would it need to go <laughs> to, to the top of the door frame? Doesn't it just go across it? Probably because that's where the bell is going to be. What? A, the bell? <laughs> yeah. A, trip, like, a trip, You know what a trip wire is? Yeah, you you cross, you pull the trip wire and the it, you, you've, you know, threaded it all the way to the top of the doorbell where there's, to, to the door frame where there's a bell waiting. <laughs> And you, by you pulling the tripwire, it rings the bell. No, no, no. The point of a tripwire is to trip you. No, 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 It's not literal. It doesn't have to trip you. The point is to trip the trap. Yeah, no, you're you're tripping it as in, like, you are... <laughs> Actually, it probably comes from snares. I don't know. I don't know the history of boobies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, We're not women. Yeah, all women know the history of breasts. <laughs> <Boobie traps. laughs> um, but, like... You, you know, a bell is not going to prank or injure anybody. But it's it's an alarm, though. It is an alarm. And being alarmed could kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you could, like, add a few extra steps and, like, have the tripwire go to, like, a feather and have, like, a feather, like, tickle, like, a cow's butt. And then the cow moves and rings the little cowbell. You're uh, like, setting up a Rube Goldberg. Yeah, yeah we're getting into Rube Goldberg oh, dude, wait, if territory. The, the yeah. perfect booby trap where you set up a Rube Goldberg machine to kick you in the balls. <laughs> Kicks Rube? you in the balls at the end of it. <laughs> Rube Goldberg. <laughs> Lube Goldberg. Lube Goldberg. Rube Goldberg was the number one name in home security in the 1920s. <laughs> this house protected by Rube Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, oh, we got to get those made. By safe Rube security. <laughs> that could be our first uh, merch. It's one oh. of those like ADT signs that just says protected <laughs> by Rube Goldberg. Um. Just a hammer on a string that swings into you. We could probably get sponsored by him, too. He's not real. <laughs> Dude, Rupert Goldberg. What do you mean? He was real. <laughs> do, you, do you think the old man above you died setting up a Rube Goldberg machine? No. I mean, he might, he's, he might be still here. He was actually reenacting when uh, Michael Jackson got his hair set on fire. <laughs> by setting himself on fire. <laughs> Again, this man is probably dead. But maybe but, he's alive. Definitely not uh, absolutely dead. 40%. He's like he's like the Schrodinger's old man. He could be dead. He could be alive. Nobody knows for sure. We're not allowed to talk about Schrodinger. It's anymore. okay. That's like... It's been like 10 episodes since we've mentioned... Met, since we've mentioned He who must not Jesus. be named. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Method two, step two. This one's cheating. Buy a keychain siren at a home improvement store. This will be your noise-making device that will notify you when someone enters. Okay, so we it's not a bell, it's a, it's a siren. So I, that's like a level up. Yeah. I mean, that's like a, not bell, an bell, analog alarm, it's a digital. Bell is like the default gear that you get. The siren is level one. Yeah, you, you, you can level it up into a, a guitar amplifier. <laughs> like a Back to the Future when he plays that riff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I was thinking it would be fun to buy like an air raid siren. And put that in your house instead, like something that'll actually rupture their eardrums. Something, something that will not over, not only annoy you the whole neighborhood, but kill you. <laughs> yeah, or maybe one of those novelty car horns. I love the idea of just like putting out a freshly baked apple pie that, like, on the windowsill, but like putting a little bit of fish line on the tin so that when he pulls it, like, church bells go off, a car alarm goes I, I, off. I would, I would get a tripwire that's connected to one of those like early two thousands toothbrushes that plays like a Backstreet Boys song. <laughs> Step three: attach the body of the siren to the door. Make sure it is on the inside of the door, or the intruder can easily take it off. 
<laughs> just put it on the outside of the door. I'm invading a house, and I'm just like, what's this? I just grab it and throw it. I'm, I'm invading a house, and I'm like, what's this? I start ringing the doorbell. <laughs> yeah, step three of invading a house, always check on the outside of the door for alarms. <laughs> so you know, you know those people who have the ring doorbell on the outside of their house? Yeah. And... Like people, they're like, I saw this guy come up to my house in the middle of the night, and it's always like, <laughs> it's just the weirdest dude, like putting his mouth like over the ring camera, like fog- fogging it's it so up. So funny, dude. I love, the, I love the one where it's like, it's like this man tried to enter your house at three a.m. It's like a picture of a big bee. <laughs> dude, but they're so fucked up when you you get them from that angle where they're really close, but it's just underneath them. Looks like an alien. Is the bee from the bee movie coming? Coming? To say hi? No, it's, it's Jerry Seinfeld. It's no, it's just like it's just like those people where like they have the the camera set up in like their newborn's room and they're like, I just saw like a fucked up demon and this and they go over just their kid and it's just like a weird lighting. <laughs> their child, the bee. <laughs> it's like the fly. <laughs> uh. Yeah, the the if you got turned into like a half bee, half man, you would probably remove the siren from the door before you make faces at the camera. That would, no, that would, that would be like, that would be like a, a really messed up like remake of a racer head. It's like modern times, and like the, the dad is just like panically looking at the baby monitor, and it's the bee. <laughs> no, my son has escaped. Have you seen him? Seems like something Jordan Peele would direct, and the movie's called B. <laughs> I, get, I would see B. I would. 100% see this movie. <laughs> the movie's called, like, You. <laughs> you. Parentheses the bee. The Pollinator. <laughs> I like the Pollinator, too. Um, okay, I think we were setting an alarm. Um, yeah, something, something happened with an alarm. <laughs> and had, something happened a long time ago. <laughs> um, you can use tape to securely attach the alarm. A keychain alarm is pretty light, so you don't have to use, like, a whole roll of duct tape. I think one piece is enough. Tie the fishing wire around the alarm pin. Make sure it's around the part that you pull to make a sound and not the keychain part. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. The guy walks in and he just sees like a keychain hanging there. It's like not even doing anything. He's like, what the fuck is this? Step five. Screw a small hook into the top of your door frame. You'll want to knot the other end of the fishing wire around this hook. That way, when the door opens, the fishing wire will pull the alarm pin. See, I like to do this, but instead I use a frag grenade, and it just pulls a pin on the grenade. <laughs> We're not no, trying to no, kill we, anybody. We talked about this, Hank. We're not killing it's anybody. It's an airsoft grenade. It's just BBs. <laughs> I don't know. That could that could go in your eye. Oh yeah, I perfectly. Oh, 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 no, a small I perfectly person. like put like three BB guns at like eye and nose level, so you get like two in the eyes and two up the nose. Here's what I suggest: you hang a pulley above the door, then on the door you mount like a little heavy weight. So someone opens the door. First, they get bonked on the head. Then the weight pulls down and triggers the pulley. This is Home Alone. The pulley triggers a boot that kicks a hornet's nest in your house. (laughs) The hornet's nest you've been cultivating. It's my son's nest. Oh, no, no, not the hornet. The family hornet nest. And the hornet's nest falls onto the bear that was sleeping in the corner. (laughs) It it aggravates the bear, which disturbs the ecosystem. So now, now he has the guilt on his hands. <laughs> now everybody's fucked. <laughs> if you want to know if someone entered your room, just place the fishing wire in front of your door without any sound-making device. This wire will be disturbed if somebody comes in. 
And you will be able to know. So if you wake up and your fishing wire is disturbed, you'll know that the person is still in your house. Yeah, I like doing the, I like doing the, uh, the death note strategy where I just put pencil lead like all over my door, and I'm like, somebody's oh, been what? here. Somebody's been here once again. It's the government. I'm glad I haven't watched that that far into Death Note to know what you're talking about. <laughs> you have. We watched the first like four episodes, like through fucking some I guy's house. I, wow, I don't remember. <laughs> through that some guys, no, <laughs> <laughs> through through the window of it, some guy's place. Yeah. yeah, we were in his backyard, just like he was watching Death Note it, on his it, TV. It was, while it, watching it was the window. Bicycle, bicycle bills. Bi- bicycle bill, dude. Yeah. What a cool guy. Fuck um, that guy. <laughs> we stole his bicycle. Uh, somebody no, threw up no, in we, his sink. No, we we didn't. We didn't do that. No, didn't somebody throw up in his sink though? In Bicycle uh, Bill's house? Probably, I think it was a five letters? No, it would definitely, um... No, he doesn't throw up. Method three, building up a beginner entrance trap. Step one, place marbles in front of your door. This can be very dangerous, so think twice before using this step. <laughs> the marbles will need to be on a hardwood floor, otherwise they are unlikely to make the intruder slip. Yeah, dude, my fucking rug, dude. I put all my marbles in this rug. They didn't even fucking work. You lost all your marbles. Yeah, dude, there's still that rug. I don't know where they went. Oh, the marbles blend into my marble floor. It doesn't work. <laughs> um, They're just going to blend in with all the other marbles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is my floor was just covered in just different game pieces. Little jacks, like, everywhere. The entire setup for Mousetrap. <laughs> Um, try to leave about two dozen marbles. So we have a number. I like this. Remember to think about the way the door opens. If the door is pushed up and you leave the marbles too close to the door, the intruder will just push all the marbles out of the way. Yes, very true. No, foiled again. He pushed all my marbles out of the way. Do you guys ever actually play marbles? No. I don't even really know what the game is of marbles. I, I was that kid who quit the, the uh, kickball game. So that I could go play marbles with the nerds. <laughs> the nerds at your school played marbles? Yes, did you they go, did. Did you go to school in like the 1890s? <laughs> dude, the kids, the nah, nerds in my school played Bloody Knuckle. Oh, I love Bloody Knuckle. <laughs> and tennis. <laughs> the, the student, my peers and I were playing the minister's cat. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever play um, tennis? No, yeah, yeah. That? Where you the hold hand, hand tennis? You, you do yep. like a handshake with your palms against each other, and yeah, we slap the other hand as hard as you can. No, I'm not playing with you. <sighs> no, you're <sighs> a monster. <laughs> you can't. You can only play that with like weak eight year olds. Yeah, <laughs> I played it with Powerhouse, and uh, they'll just it, break your hand. It did, no, like it was a person named Powerhouse. This person was named Powerhouse. Not his real name, but that was what people my, called him. My, okay. Some of my students were playing this game where they were. It was like tennis, but they were just going in a circle and like just doing this, like. Basically dead arming, but with almost no force, but over and over again, and to the point that they were like literally. Um, I love the one inch punch <laughs> too. When I was in grade school, where like you would just try to one inch punch someone directly in the chest. <laughs> you can hurt someone pretty good doing one inch punch, especially if you just lean really hard. Like you just let your fingers fall and just lean in. Especially if oh. they fall over and hit their heads on the ground. Yeah, if you don't see it coming, you get them at the right angle. Shout out Bruce Lee. Yeah, we have a friend of the show. <laughs> yeah, good old Bruce. Dude, he once one inch knuckled punched me, and I, I went to a new plane of existence. <laughs> I think Bruce, <laughs> I think Bruce uh, threw up in that sink. Yeah, yeah dude, he Bruce, was Bruce Lee. He was no, the five yeah. letters I was talking about. Bruce, yeah, Bruce is the. No, five dude, Bruce shirt. and Bicycle Bill didn't get along <laughs> after that. <laughs> yeah, it was a bi- point of contention. Kind of created a rift. Did Bicycle Bill know Dorito Mike? <laughs> yeah, yes. well, yeah, he did. Like, no joke. <laughs> Only through five letters. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
I wonder what Dorito Mike's up to now. Yeah, yeah. I often think about Dorito Night, Dorito, Dorito Mike late at night. Yeah, shout out to Dorito Mike. Dorito. I think he's forsaken Doritos. No, <laughs> he gave up no. Doritos. He's Frito Mike now. Do you guys think Utz Mike kind of sucks? Yeah, yeah. He's just not the same person anymore. Like, just... like he got his life together, but now that he's sober and he doesn't eat chips anymore, he's no fun. He keeps reducing his sodium intake. It's really annoying. <laughs> Method three, step two: place a bucket of cold water on top of the door. Oh! Fill a medium-sized bucket with cold water. Wait, what about hot, really hot water? <laughs> Boiling water. You'd have to time it really well. Oh, wait, what if you put, like, your door on top of your door so you had, like, a fake door they had to get through? Like a door falls on them and they have to walk through that door and <laughs> then you put the bucket of water on that door? Is that a door chain? <laughs> I think dimensions and physics would get in the way of that, but we can try it. No, 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 it's like, it's like you know those, like, you know those, uh, those children's toys where it's, like, you hold one link and the other two links like flip flop down. Yeah, that uh, what is it? Jacob's ladder. Yeah, Jacob's ladder. It's you make a Jacob's ladder of doors, so every time they open a door, another door flops down. And they have to open that door. Many doors, Ed boy. <laughs> now leave the door slightly ajar. Balance the bucket on top of the door using the door itself as the base for the bucket. It should be a delicate balance, but that's what you want. When the intruder goes to push open the door, the water will fall right on their head. And in many videos that I've seen of this prank, the bucket just hits them, and then the water spills all over the floor. <laughs> and they get knocked out. No, yeah. it's because they, they went 100% jar on the door. They didn't have, they don't, you, know, you only need a little bit of jar on the door. Yeah, you, you, you need, like, the jar in the door slider, like, somewhere, like, more in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, like, you don't want to use, uh, like, a pan, like a big spaghetti pan. Or a cinder block. Spaghetti pan. Yeah. A pan? You, you, you cook spaghetti in a pan? Well, hold on. What's what's the a word pot? for it? A pot? a pot. There we go. Like, uh, pot. Jesus. <laughs> the spaghetti pan. Not not to be pedantic. I did know what you meant. These are but really hard. I, I, just, I wanted to. I wanted to get your ass. I literally couldn't think of the word. That's like that's like depression era. They could only put like five pastas in there for meal. Like, you, you, can you, you give me the spaghetti cup? What do you call the spaghetti bucket? <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> How, wait, have you guys ever actually made uh, prison spaghetti? No, I've never no. been to jail. Oh, no. I watched a YouTube video on it. It's so cool. So what you do is you actually take like a rain bucket, like a really just like any black kind of bucket you can get in prison. Then you you plug a you plug an outlet into the wall and you strip the wires and you put the wires into the bucket of water and it like electrocutes the spaghetti Dude. and that's what cooks it. <laughs> no, I don't believe you. No, that's how it works. I'm serious. <laughs> they don't have to add water. Well, you know, you add the water, then you put the live wires in with the spaghetti. I was going to say, we know what happens no, when you try to cook ramen with the water. Electricity doesn't really conduct through water, so you probably have to salt the shit out of the water, right? Yeah, yeah. You got to season the spaghetti. You got to no, like, season the spaghetti. Like, <laughs> but the key to cooking things well is, like, always, like, lower heat over time. So, like, that would just be the worst food ever. Just, uh, if just you, flash cook it. If you want, you can take um, the drains from showers and a little bit of twine, and you can tie them together to separate the wires, and it creates, like, a diffusion heater that kind of makes it a little bit more of a slow boil. I think it'd be fun to be the plumber at one of a, one of those prisons, and just the drains keep going missing, and you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> He's like, ah, they're making Jankum again. The, the U-bend keeps... Yeah, they, removed. <laughs> fucking people keep making toilet wine. Uh, Fred, I have a step for you. Oh, that's a long step. This is the longest step we've had so far. 
Uh, Andy, Andy died. Andy, Andy, that would make me cry. I, I had him. You saw how close I had him? And he was like right there. With like one more There's shot. literally 100, 100 HP left. He was out of uh, Sunny D, too. He was you got him this time, though. You had him on the ropes this time. Yeah. You got him again. That, that's why. I, see, I, I, I had to sit over on the couch to get a few tries to see how he fought. Right. And now I'm comfortable sitting back here. <laughs> you understand now. You're acclimated. You can also prank him by dragging his ass out to where the uh, ball drops down and have the ball fall on him. That's a booby trap. That's a booby trap. <laughs> I think that's how I killed him. Dude, that is the murkiest water I've I, it ever has, seen. It has uh, lemon juice in it. No feta cheese? No, no feta cheese in no there. Feta cheese. <laughs> no feta No live wires? <laughs> I thought it was just like carbonated water. No, the, the water is clear. It just has lemon juice in it. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, step three, make a flypaper trap. This is an incredibly annoying and effective booby trap. All you'll need is string, nails, and flypaper from a home improvement store. Oh, God. <laughs> going to the improvement store, going to the self-checkout with just those three things. <laughs> no, I, th- that always used to be just like a shitty game I would I would like play was like, okay, what are like the three most sketchy things you could get in combination at like Walmart that would get you kicked out? <laughs> Um, it was always like like a funnel, like a stopwatch, and like like gasoline or I something. I mean, yeah, like bleach, rope, and a sledgehammer. So like all, <laughs> yeah. all you really need, like lube, condoms, uh, and ice cream. A dildo? No, we know oh, exactly oh. what's going on there. <laughs> yeah, you're going to fuck the ice cream, you fucking sicko. <laughs> oh, God. So don't scare the home improvement store clerk. Just uh, be, be calm about it. Cut five feet of street and tie of street. Cut five feet of string and tie one end of the string to the doorknob. Now put two nails in the ceiling. Put the first one approximately a foot from the door and the other approximately five feet away. Wait, do you think we could be able to make a booby trap where there's like a tile on the floor and if you step on it, like the wall, the the ceiling comes down and it crushes you? <laughs> like that would be such a cool booby trap. That's a lot of grout work to be done. It's like, tell your, tiles, but... make sure your family knows not to step on the tile that oh, makes the ceiling oh. come down and kill you. Or or you have, like, a wall where if you punch it really hard, it disappears and leads to a tragedy. <laughs> yeah. The wall just evaporates. Booyah, bitch! I would like to report that Andy used my strategy and defeated the Carrion Knight. So this is a real-life application of booby trap. So this is just an episode of Didact. Oh, I would have a giant, <laughs> exactly. a giant metal sphere that rolls down my front porch and not topples over all the firemen. <laughs> so once you've uh, hurt the ceiling by nailing stuff into it, <laughs> ow, owie! Loop your string through the first nail and start attaching flypaper to the rest of the spring. Spring. What is this like? If your son Boing. was like a fly instead, <laughs> don't wrap the flypaper around the string. Just stick it on there so that there is plenty of sticky surface of area still available. Loosely loop the end of the string around the final nail. When the door opens, the string will be pulled off of the last nail. The flypaper will swing down from the first nail and stick to the person who opened the door. I'm going to say that the door is just going to stick to the flypaper <laughs> based on this graph. The door opens and it's just going to swing into the flypaper. This thing would rip my beard off. <laughs> yeah, like this This picture is literally this guy made a triangle out of string attached to the door handle and then just put a piece of flypaper on the door expecting <laughs> something to happen. 
What if you were going to prank your friend who's always covered in bleach by hitting him with a piece of paper that was covered you in pneumonia? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, it's a fashion statement. Dude, not my friend who's always covered in bleach. He's <laughs> my favorite friend. He's so clean. We, there's always that one guy in the friend group. I always <laughs> invite him over. Who's, who has an unstable reaction. Oh, it's bleachy Steve, guys. It's bleachy guy. I think I threw up in that guy's sink once. <laughs> Wait, we should form a band called the Bleach Boys. We're, just, we're covered in bleach. We're always clean. Wait, Dude, is it true that the Beach Boys are also covered in sand? <laughs> They're covered in beach. Oh, wait, this is my favorite booby trap. Hank is always surprised by text on a page. Method four. <laughs> Step four. Step one. It's the poopy trap. Oh. oh. Put saran wrap over the toilet. This is a borderline prank, borderline booby trap. If you have borderline personality disorder, you are going to love this. BPT, borderline toilet disorder. You're going to do this. Amber Heard, are you listening? She's heard and seen. (laughs) Is she the one that wrote this guide? No, she wrote some sort of like domestic abuse allegation, but whatever. Yeah, same same thing, right? I think she yeah. wrote Aquaman, right? <laughs> she, she wrote yeah. the script. She for wrote Aquaman. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She she wrote Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> Dude, she killed John Lennon. What the fuck? <laughs> Rest in peace. All you need to do is lift up the toilet seat and cover the inside of it with saran wrap. Then try to avoid pooping there. <laughs> just, just look at it. You can't resist it. Just poop in your backyard. You just have to poop there. Dude, I hate when I like I go to poop and I'm like, it's not coming out. What am I doing? And I realize I'm sitting on a saran wrap. Yeah, I don't know. My ass is too big for this prank. I just feel the saran wrap immediately. What happened you, to the old school poop pranks? Wait, where you like went, you just fill a toilet with poop and then no one can poop in it and then it's already full. And then leave it there and don't flush it. Yeah, you just clog it first and then keep shitting on the clog. <laughs> Stuff a bunch of toilet paper down the drain. That's how we used to do it back yeah. in the day. That's how no, I still no, do it the today. Old, what about the oldest prank where you poop in your hand and throw it at somebody? Oh, <laughs> ancient prank. Oh, yeah. The primordial prank. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly though, I, I hate it when like I go to poop on a toilet and like my poop comes out but it hits a saran wrap like a trampoline and then it bounces right back up into my it goes butt. right back into you no yeah that'd be terrible that's not again that's nightmare oh I would hate that so I would hate if that happened to wait me. You, you wouldn't just keep pooping and having it go back up your butt yeah that'd be so bad I would hate it if that uh, happened I mean, to me isn't that, what a, isn't that what a dildo is god damn it Fred it's a poop dildo so I I was making a pooping back and forth joke, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I chase you with the poop you chasing. <laughs> Don't worry. This will be cut into a tasteful series of shit jokes. <laughs> yeah, we're only going to keep the funny one. I'm glad there's only one toilet step. <laughs> I like this step because I don't know where it's going. Step three, cut a bottle of orange juice in half. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. We got him. <laughs> Showed him. I was going to say Neutrogena. My <laughs> <laughs> arch nemesis. No, but they would have Minute Maid. Nitrogen. <laughs> yeah, take, take this, Tropicana. Oh, yeah. That's yeah what we'll I mean. dub that's it in later. Dude, yeah. I got arrested for going into a Walmart and cutting all the orange juice in half. <laughs> Big samurai sword. I thought you got arrested for indecent exposure. You, you don't get arrested. It's only if they see you, your penis when to, when you pee. If you don't see it, then it's not illegal. <laughs> and piss is just miraculously exiting some part of your body. 
Like, it's just draining through your pant leg. It's like, no, this isn't public urination. It doesn't count because you can't see my penis. It's, it's contained. <laughs> Is pissing your pants illegal? As long as it doesn't spill on the ground. <laughs> so you, you have your pants stuck into your socks. Yeah. No, again, we're coming back to the diaper. Uh, diaper men. Diapers. Okay. I did have a guy come into work who fully pissed his pants. And was, like, asking for like, the phone to be used. <laughs> And I was like, Mom, can you pick me up from the convenience store? I peed my pants. <laughs> uh, this, this dude was like 90 years old and had pissed his pants in this car we, in the Wendy's drive-thru. We made, and then walked across the street to come ask me to use his phone. We, we, <laughs> was he going to call? <laughs> his 120-year-old mother. <laughs> we made it like 40 minutes without a poop joke. And then the floodgates opened. <laughs> They wanted it. They were begging for it. <laughs> Just been, the, this is what the people need. Been holding it in for too long. <laughs> yeah, so cut that bottle of orange juice in half. I'm, now I'm just imagining some guy with like a samurai sword. Just slice, slicing up the dairy aisle. Yeah, there's like ten bottles of orange juice all in line. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I, was, I was kicked out of Market Basket for inflicting bleed damage on the produce. It's like uh, that competition where they're like going through, like cutting shit with their knives. It's like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah uh, forged like, like, and, and iron. Mats. Uh, yeah, American yeah. fruit ninja warrior. <laughs> Dude, I go to the rug liquidation store and I liquidate all their rugs. It, it's it's only a matter of time before that becomes a game show. They should, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. They should so just, that, that guy. I'm gonna be that guy that's on the show. It's like it can cut. What about what about this? A show called American Sword Fighter, and every episode they have to cut something different. And it's like you know, in like I think it's Iron Chef, they show like the ingredient they have to use, and they're like, <gasps> it's like what if it was like you have to cut this Oriental rug, or like you have to cut this like this like Native American artifact. You you always have to cut, it's like a lumberjack show, you always have to cut through a tree, but every week it's like you have to cut through it with a rubber chicken. (laughs) It's like, oh, fuck now. It's like that Alton Brown show where he's like, I'm replacing your spoons with a hammer. You have to cook this whole meal with a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Try doing this with a bottle of orange juice that's about half full. Well, half empty to me. Take off the wrapper first and then cut the bottle about an inch above wherever the juice line is. Make the cut. Dad put a marker on the level of the orange juice again. (laughs) No. Did you have orange juice? Are you drunk? I used to just drink the things from the back of my parents' liquor cabinet that they could not possibly understand. What like the, the absinthe, was. like the ouzo. <laughs> oh, that's that's my go-to. Yo, it's, Alex's it's... parents know the exact amount of ouzo. <laughs> yeah, you have to use whatever they're not going to use for months. Yeah. No, so. see, I would make the death juice where I just combine all of the liquors together. I would take a little bit of each one. The, the liquor graveyard that it literally sends you to the graveyard. <laughs> I mean, honestly, absinthe and ouzo kind of go well together. Yeah, definitely. I've never actually seen a bottle of absinthe. It's green. It's it glows in the dark. It's a Halloween look. <laughs> Take off the wrapper first. Sorry, we're talking about the orange juice yeah, from st- like five hours ago. I'm still confused where this yeah, is Yeah, so going. we're cutting an orange juice in half, and it's half full slash empty, depending on your disposition. Um, take off the wrapper first, and then cut the bottle about an inch above wherever the juice line is. That's right. Make the cut all the way around so you can sever the top and bottom sections. Now lightly tape the two sides back together with scotch tape. Well, I prefer duct tape, but... uh. You know, I'll let them be. Uh, put the wrapper back on to hide your trap. Oh, okay, I see. Put the so 
then leave the juice on the table and it will fall apart as they go to pour themselves some juice. <laughs> Dude, I would fucking cry so hard if I'm like a fireman, I finally broke into this guy's house and I go into his glass. <laughs> the fireman's doing a B and E. The fireman has been trying to break into your apartment this whole episode because he heard you had orange juice. He's like, no, and he spills everywhere. He's like, no. I like, I like this new like trope of the fireman who's trying to break into your apartment. <laughs> I mean, he really is trying to break into your apartment. Every friend group has that one, one kid who's covered in bleach. The one fireman who's trying to break into your apartment. <laughs> the one honeydew donut baseball player. I mean, if honestly, if I was a volunteer fire department, I would totally hire the guy who's been to jail for B&Es because he's going to know how to get in there. <laughs> It's like there's a there's a man burning to death. He's like, nah, don't drink that orange juice. I can tell by the juice line. <laughs> I've had this one pulled on me before. Uh, okay, so we do have some community Q and A. Yeah, oh. shout out to the WikiHow community. Yeah, yeah, shout out to the questions. Yeah, shout shout out back. to the real booby heads out there. The WikiHow fandom is dying. <laughs> no. That's why we always make sure to post a question to keep it going. It, it all got ruined when people stopped shipping uh, Bleachy Steve. Yeah, it, it, it all got ruined when they banned porn off of WikiHow. <laughs> they clearly did not. Fun fact, uh, the Magnum Orifice website was banned when Tumblr <laughs> banned pornography. And really? I, and I, you know, the if you've never been to magnumorifice.org, it is not a pornographic website. It's just a funny blog that I made in 2016. <laughs> so... Um. So the first question from the community, my sister is invasive. <laughs> and I, it sounds like a... Whoa. Dude, again, a <laughs> sister is the bees. The bees invasive species. My sister is invasive and I want to make a booby-trapped diary decoy to alert me if she invades my privacy. Ah, yes. The diarrhea diary. <laughs> Just buy one, those, one of the books. The diarrhea diary. Diaries. The poop book. Oh, no. <laughs> Are there any ways I can make a trap to alert me without noise in case she reads at night? Just poop in her diary. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is a really practical one, and I appreciate it. And it can be altered to include poop, which I do like. So, <laughs> I love it when things can be altered to include poop. It doesn't have to be, but can be. I've got six new mod on my car. <laughs> Hide your real diary and make a fake one to put where the real one usually is. Fill the fake diary with poop and it will make a mess when she opens it. It's like the hidden compartment in the books. So um, the original text said paper dots from a hole punch, but I, I, you know, I like to spice it up with something from my personal life. Imagine getting covered in paper dots and you're screeching. <laughs> Do you think of the paper cuts? Ah, I'm allergic to paper. <laughs> I'm allergic to polka dots. Uh, what are some booby traps similar to putting cling film on the toilet? A similar trick is putting the film on a doorway. So when someone tries oh. to walk through, they will be caught and annoyed. <laughs> okay, but what if we don't want to roll with the the uh, saran wrap angle and we want to roll with the poop angle? <laughs> <laughs> what, what if you like took like what if you took two pieces of saran wrap? And you could use that to suspend it. It's like a floating turd in midair. He's like, he's too spooked out by it. It's a ghost of the poopy's past. Have you guys ever actually been pranked? Um, Andy is right now. Uh, Andy's I've been, about to fight Ranala. Yeah. God. 
This is this is where the real fight begins. And this I, was, I was gonna say, I was like, this is way too easy for a demigod. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've been tabletopped before. I don't know if that counts as a no. Prank. I've been tabletopped as well. Yeah. I've also does, been tabletopped as well. Yeah. Does that count as a what prank? What about getting turtled? Did you ever get turtled? Oh, I've I've done the turtling before. You same. We I turtled. Tur- <laughs> we turtled a um, kid's backpack once in high school. And he told us he was going to kill us. And uh, then he threw a textbook at one of my friends and hit him in the head with Dude, it. D- Damn. The turtle he is... was serious. He was deadly serious. That he tried is... to kill him. That is such a harmless prank that is so easily reversible. But I respect the fact that he's like, I will fuck with you and like your family lineage because of this. Yeah, a real Hatfield and McCoy. Fred, you have a sister, so read the sister one. Oh, God. How do I annoy my sister? Whenever she says a word, make an obnoxious noise. <laughs> Keep doing uh, it. Uh, but uh, no, uh, that's annoying. Stop. Uh, I mean, obnoxious. <laughs> Keep doing it until she tells your parents. Stop for a few minutes, <laughs> then start doing it again. Fair enough. Yeah, I've never done that before. We need you know, to get back to prank s- your sister, guys. We haven't done that in like 30 episodes. My sister's too scary to prank. <laughs> Oh, she's one of those uh, <laughs> kids who will kill you if yeah. you turtle her backpack? Yeah. She's not really a kid, though, is she? No, she's four years older than me. <laughs> so she's like, what, 18? She's She is half the country away, so I could technically go into her room and prank her right now. Oh, and then you'd have to just exfiltrate as fast as possible yeah. back here. <laughs> that could work. Choose a victim who will take it well. People who are clumsy, easily startled, and sensitive could be upset by the trap. And that's no fun for anyone except you. And the girl reading this. Don't test the booby trap on yourself. You might injure yourself. But what if, like, I'm a masochist and I just, like, enjoy booby trapping myself? Well, that's not really... Oh, like, you'd have to forget that you set the booby trap. Just get really like... drunk and lay booby traps all over the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> just wake up, passed out in the middle of your house, and there's mouse traps all around your bed. If the trap is for a specific victim, accidentally... <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is just for whoever the fuck walks in next. This is for Richard Nixon. <laughs> well, if, I, if I'm if I'm pranking my dad, I want the bucket to be full of beer, and if I'm pranking my mom, I want the bucket to be full of raspberry vinaigrette. <laughs> you want to make sure they can drink whatever's left inside of the my booby the traps are coated by dressing flavor. <laughs> uh, so if it's for a specific victim, accidentally on purpose, give them a little bit of a hint. For example, if it's someone who lives with you, pretend to tell to be telling a friend on the phone where you're hiding something that that person likes, but it's really where the trap is located. If you try to make the trap tempting, it's more likely to work. It's like, ah, yes, in my diary today, I put all my gold coins on page 15. I sure hope nobody opens my diary and gets a face full of diarrhea. They do that in Skyrim. They're like, oh, I... I they, they leave notes everywhere as if, like, they weren't, like... I sure hope nobody finds the treasure that I made a detailed note of and left on the ground. <laughs> I left in the wide open on the table. It's too bad Skyrim's stuck on the Xbox 360. It's never going to get re-released. Yeah, they've, they've, <laughs> never yeah. Made, they've never made any other version besides the 360 version. <laughs> Sucks to be me. <laughs> Dude, all of the suggested guides are how to fake a pregnancy... What? <laughs> you, you do a booby trap and then you fake a pregnancy. That is the ultimate prank. Wait, what that is say? laying a big trap for you. <laughs> is that the parent trap? No, that's the borderline personality <laughs> test. <laughs> borderline prank test. 
All right, boys. Do we have any last thing, any last words before we enter the booby trap? <laughs> Nobody post pictures of Saran wrap to my DMs, please. No one will ever upload anything to your DMs because you don't tweet and you have like one follower. I've had DMs before. So who's you've DM'd gone to DM? DM? Uh, no one and nothing related to this podcast, but uh, there are DMs in there. Was it from Lopez arguing with you about the pancake on the fucking macaroni and cheese? Ethan wanted your head. <laughs> Was he it from did. Dangerous Man? No, it was from my my friend from Mississippi who was telling me about job opportunities for some huh? reason. That's so random. Are you going to move to Mississippi? <laughs> no. I was like, did you send this accidentally? Like, no, no, I meant to send this. Uh, okay, I have a job. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Fred's got a job. I have a job, and it's to tell you to follow us on Twitter and to go to magnamorphous.org for some reason. And send us a DM if there's a guide you want us to read. Andy, do you want to plug anything? Shout out to Renala. She's a she's a pretty interesting <laughs> enemy to fight. I kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, I I promise that in ten tries I will beat Renala. I don't believe you. She's kind of nice with it. All right. So I we like her will silly hat. Up on the ten tries promise next week. Um. Also, shout out to our boys in green tonight. If yes, you sir. know, if you know, you know. Celtics in six, baby. Celtics in six. Oh, yeah, I love <laughs> Irish people. Oh, oh, I wanted to predict the price of gas in two weeks. Okay. Oh, okay. I will follow up on this too. Eight fifty. No. Six sixty nine. It's it's gonna be uh six fifty nine. Fuck you. I'm gonna go five. It is. <laughs> I'm gonna go five and cents between five and five fifty. This will be confirmed on Twitter. I'm gonna say around six thirteen. Currently, it's it's sitting at five nineteen at my gas station. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's gonna stay within the same general range in two weeks. All right, well, see you guys later. Bye, Peace. bye, bye. Magnamorphous, Magnamorphous, Magnamorphous. Dot org.